0: Well, kind of looking at the whole topic of baptism, but anybody have a question? You have anything real quick before we um, before we look at the baptism or anything like that? Miss Jackie, my wife. Aren't they? That's, that's pretty much what brothers are for, right? Picking on the other brothers, right? Especially the younger brothers. Can I get a witness? Hey, million. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Proverbs seventeen, seventeen: a friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. But you want to take a stab at that? Ms. Diana? I don't know, whatever you just first I, I was thinking about. Um we have some close friends in our life, you know, we have friends, but we have some people that are really close to us. And those are the people that become like family, brothers and sisters in Christ hmm. they go through privacy Sure hmm yeah, okay, yeah, obviously there are people that, you know, that uh, don't have to be blood-related, that, you know, go through adversity and trials and difficulties with you, and, um, you know, they almost become like family, um, even sometimes can even be closer than family and things, right, okay, anybody else, anybody else want to take a, take a stab? Dennis? I I, I would agree with that. I I think it is really speaking to the fact that as family members, not just family members in Christ, but family members biologically, Mm -hmm. one of the the purposes that we have is to uplift our our own family. Sure. be there for them in times of adversity. Right. I had six brothers, so yes, we beat them. Mm hmm. Else? Matthew? Um uh, my uh, strongest <clears throat> bonds with a friend have been um uh, due to uh adversity hmm. and uh, hard hard times. Th that those are my strongest you can rely on. Them sure. So them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it's it's through the difficult times and hard times when you really see who is who's there for you right mm-hmm right okay anybody else anybody? okay um well again let's um let's let's think about this for a second okay so um Again, when we always when we're we're trying to understand a passage of scripture, we always want to number one keep it in context, right? Uh, number two, we have to understand who's writing, who's he writing to, what's, what's the time period, things like this. Okay, um, so is this uh, is this written to, if we could say, is this written to believers in the church? this written to believers in the church? Was there a church during Solomon's time? It's not a trick question. <laughs> it's not a trick question, right? This is not written to believers in the church, right? There is no church during this time. Okay? Now, again, again we, can, we can apply some things. We can make application, but we want, we want to understand what this verse is actually saying. Okay Not just putting into it what we want it to say, we want to make sure we understand what it's saying, okay, so yes, we could you could you know we could say you know uh, and again nothing nothing wrong with saying, you know, hey, there are uh, believers in Christ who become like family, and there are people that go through trials and things with us that become like family and things like that, but we've got to make sure we're keeping it in context here okay um so if we're going to understand what it's saying again, this is not written to the church it's not written to a body of believers, okay. Uh, in fact, this is Solomon, right, who's writing, um, and these are proverbs that Solomon is, is giving, okay? These are proverbs, okay? Um, now, before we get to the second part, we have to look at the first part, right? What does the first part say? A friend loveth at all times, okay? So again, understanding, right, understanding who is writing, this is Solomon. He's writing these proverbs. Okay. So hear it. The question I asked before was not a trick question. This one is a trick question. Okay. I'm, I'm giving you a heads up. This one is going to be a trick question. Okay. Do friends love at all times? I told you it was a trick question. <laughs> now now wait, hold on a second. The question asked before was not a trick question, and nobody wanted to answer it. I tell you this one is a trick question. Everyone's like, yeah, no, yeah, no, right. I mean, what in the world? Come on. Um, No, it's, so think about this. A friend loveth at all times. How many of us would say that we've probably had friends in our past that we would say they did not love at all times? Could we say that? I would think we could probably all say that. So then, why does Solomon say a friend loveth at all times? Just the so all, it, okay, could be perception that they're giving, right? Okay, Sue. Okay, when they don't love you, they're not your friend. Anybody else? Tom. What's that, Is that a, satire a satire on Job's friends? <laughs> yes, all right. Rob? Uh, what you do, it's, not what you do. it's what you should do, not what you do. Okay? Right. Ms. Dana? yeah that's true. Um, obviously, you know, um the love of a friend may be there at all times, but you you may not like necessarily what they're doing or something like that, okay, all right, Ms Leah. Okay? All right? Yeah, there's going to be that, you know, the reason why many times it hurts when you see them doing something wrong or hurt us or whatever is because they, we are a friend and that, that does hurt and things, right? Okay? Anybody else? I think the thing we have to understand is the word friend can be thrown around very easily. Right? Right? Um, I mean, we could we could meet someone, and we've you know maybe had a conversation with them for five minutes, and we could say, well, that, they're my friend. Are they really your friend? Not in the se- not not in the sense of really being friends, right? They might be an acquaintance. They might be somebody you've met for a few minutes. But to true friends, and I think Miss Leah kind of said that word, a true friend, right? When you think of a true friend. You know, this isn't somebody that's just there to get what they want out of you, right? And again, again, think about what he says in verse number 18. A man void of understanding striketh hands and becometh surety in the presence of his friend. Okay, now, there's, there's kind of an oxymoron that's going on here in this verse, right? A man void of understanding, and then he says at the end, his friend. How many of you want a friend that is void of understanding? I don't think we would say, I don't that's not the type of friend I want, right? So you have this person who is void of understanding, they don't understand anything, but yet he's saying he's his friend. Yeah. So again, we have to we have to understand, I think when he's saying here, a friend loveth at all times, that is not just an acquaintance. It's not just somebody that is, you know, whatever to us, but it is a true friend, right? Um and I think if we were to, you know, to give maybe an example of what maybe we could say true friendship is. I think we could probably look at the example of Jonathan and David, right? Um, and here's Jonathan and David, and we talk about you know David and and how great David was, and Jonathan was his friend, and everything like this. But I don't think we understand that it was Jonathan that initiated the friendship. Jonathan was the one that recognized who David was. Um, Jonathan was the one that was in next in line to be the king, and was willing to step aside so that David could be the king, which that's what really infuriated his father, right? That's what really infuriated King Saul, is that Jonathan was willing to step aside so that David could be king. Why wouldn't Jonathan kill David? I mean, Jonathan was the one in line to be king, but yet Jonathan was willing to step back as a friend, as a true friend, recognizing that this is what God wanted, this was God's will that David be king, not him. And he was willing to go through that, right? He was willing to endure his father's hatred. He was willing to, uh, if you could say, lose his kingdom because he could have fought for it, right? Um, and you think of all that Jonathan went through because of his love for David, right? And I think that's what we find here. A, a friend loveth at all times. So, again, we're gonna, I think we're talking about a true friend, Right there's a true friendship that is here, not just an acquaintance, not just somebody that you've only known for, for a few minutes or whatever. Um, and by the way, I think when you when you think about true friendship, that doesn't just happen overnight. That that takes time to develop. Right. Um, there's probably people that would say there's a lot of we have a lot of friends, but if we were to say how many how many of all the friends that you have, how many would you say are really true friends? That that list is going to narrow greatly. Right. Um, and so a true friend loves at all times. And, again, I think as both Miss Diana and Leah pointed out, that even during difficult times, a true friend, because of the love they have, they're even going to be willing to point out our mistakes, our errors, where we're going wrong. Right? Um, and are we, then, as a true friend, willing to accept what they say? Are we willing to accept their maybe their rebuke or their criticism? Or do we just get up mad and say, well, you're not my friend. If you're my friend, you would just love me the way I am. Well, no, no, it's not, it's not necessarily a true friend. okay? Um, and so you f- find this where he says, a friend loveth at all times, right? And a brother is born for adversity. So again, when he says a brother, I think he's talking about a physical brother. This is not... A spiritual brother, this is not just a friend, this is a brother, right? There's a difference between a friend and a brother. I have, I have friends, but they're not my brothers. I have two brothers, that's it. I can't handle anymore, right? That's all I can handle. I got two. Um, and so, you know, they're, they're my brothers. And, and here's the thing, a brother is born for adversity. Does that mean that brothers will always see eye to eye on everything? Do brothers always see eye to eye on everything? No, of course not, right? Again, we're we're different individuals, right? Um, they're not always going to see eye to eye on everything. They're not always going to agree on everything, okay? Um, and again, we're talking thinking about this. It's not just friendship, but it, we're talking about a true friend, and we're not just talking about siblings as far as a just a physical brother. But again, we're talking about this is the idea of. A true brother, right a true sister, somebody that really is a brother and sister okay um, i've seen i've done i 've done many many funerals right and um, usually I get to hear a little bit about the family and things like this before the funeral begins and uh, i've been to some funerals where um, Siblings, brothers, sisters, right? At their own parents' funeral will not look at each other. Won't look at each other. Won't talk to each other. Won't look at each other at their parents' funeral. Now, wait a minute. I thought a brother was born for adversity. Well, again, we're talking... It's not just anybody. We're talking about those that are true brothers, right? Um, Joseph had... 11 other brothers. They were born for adversity, right? (laughs) They sold him. They wanted to kill him. That sounds like real great brothers there, right? But yet when Joseph had the opportunity to get even, uh, what do we find? Joseph was the true brother. Oh, they were all blood brothers. They were all brothers by blood, right? But they weren't all brothers. Acting like brothers, Joseph was the true brother, okay, and so in here, this brother that is born for adversity, even though you may not agree on some things, and even though you may um may not see eye to eye on everything, when adversity comes, somebody that is a true brother, and again, I think I don't think Solomon is excluding women from this, I think he's just sp- saying this, I think you could include women as well, sisters, right. When there is true adversity, the your brothers, your sister, your siblings that are true siblings are going to be there through that. There, there's not even though you might not see eye to eye on everything, and even though you may have some disagreements on things. When there is adversity, when there is troubles, when there's trials, they're going to be there, right? Um, and and again, you, you see throughout you see throughout scripture. You even see through just life. Okay, um, and again, think about this. This is this is a proverb. This is Solomon is giving a proverb here. Okay, a true friend is going to love at all times, through the ups, through the downs, through the difficulties, through the arguments, through all of that. A true friend is going to love at all times, even if it costs them. Right? It costs Jonathan, but he still loved David. A true brother is born for adversity. Right? Um, a a brother, a sister that truly loves their family, loves their brothers, loves their sisters, right? No matter how different they may look at each other now, how different their views on things might be, and how they may not agree 100% on everything, when adversity comes, they're going to be there for them. Um, I remember when, uh, when Brianna was born in, uh, in Uganda, and we had to have, my wife had to have a, um, an emergency. Uh, C-section. And uh, Brianna uh, was born. Um, she was not breathing. Um, and my wife is is in the hospital. The, the doctor told me, they said, Brianna has to be in an incubator. Um, the hospital that we were in only had one incubator, and there was already a baby in it. That's it. They only had one incubator. Um, they said, there's another hospital across town, and uh, we're going to call there and see if they have uh, an incubator. So they called the hospital across town. They had two incubators. Uh, One of them had a baby in it. One of them was unoccupied, and so they were going to transfer Brianna uh, over to this other hospital. Well, my wife was not able to leave this hospital. She had just had a C-section. She couldn't leave. And so you know, I had to leave my wife in this hospital by herself, and go with Brianna, our new baby, praying that she's going to survive. You all know the story. She's alive, by the way, right? You understand that? You know know how this ends, okay? She lives, okay? Some of you are like, did she make it? She's alive, okay? All right. Um, And so, you know, so I have to leave my wife at this hospital, and I'm going with Brianna to this other hospital, uh, you know, not knowing what's going to happen, and um, I don't think... I don't think you guys were in the country at the time. Mom and Dad weren't in the country. Um, my brother Keith was the closest one, and so I called Keith. You know, um, and look, Keith and I don't see eye to eye on everything. We don't agree on everything, you know. Um, but I knew that you know, no matter what, I could I can call my brothers, and they're going to be there. Um, and I called Keith and I said, Keith, I, I need somebody to get up here. Um, Jackie's you know at one hospital, and I'm at the other hospital with uh, with Brianna. And, man, immediately dropped everything they were doing and, and drove up a couple hours to be there, and they stayed. Uh, Sally ended up staying with Jackie because uh, at the hospital there for a couple of days before they would release her, and Keith stayed with me uh, over at the hospital there, um, you know, with Brianna. And, you know, this is what I think this is what Solomon is saying. A brother is born for adversity, right? Even though there's going to be difficulties, even though there's going to be disagreements and things like that, Again, we're talking about a, a true brother, okay And again, I'm not saying that every blood brother, every blood relation is going to do that. again, I just told you I've, I've been to funerals where siblings at their own parents' funeral would not even look at each other, wouldn't talk to each other, okay? um, And so as you think about what proverbs or what Solomon is saying here, this proverb, "A true friend loves at all time." And I don't think it's saying, um, it's not saying that brothers are born for arguments and quarrels, although there's a lot of those that happen with brothers, right? But it's born for adversity. A real true brother is going to be there. A true brother, a true sister, whatever it might be, is going to be there through the darkest of times, right? Um, You know, so whether that is a friend, right? As he says at the beginning, a friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity, you know, those are, the, those are the type of people that you want in your life, right? You want a true friend. Not somebody just says that they're a friend, but somebody that truly is going to love at all times, right? Um, we want somebody, honestly, truly, that's willing to tell us when we're wrong, right? Because if, if we're not willing to let somebody tell us when we're wrong, then we're not really being the true friend to them, Okay. They need to be able to say, hey, that's, that's not right, you know, or I'm, I'm really concerned about you. I, I'm seeing some things change. I'm, I'm concerned about you. You know, if we just, well, brush them off and be like, hey, you know, out you go. I, I don't care about you anymore. Well, then we weren't really a true friend in the beginning, right? Um, and so the friend loveth at all times. A brother's born for adversity. Obviously, you know, you can go to eight, chapter 18, verse number 24. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. There's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, Right? And so, I, again, I think you understand what he's saying here. There are friends that can be closer than brothers. There there are, there are those type of friends. Um, the, again, those are going to be... You can have a true friend that is closer than just a sibling, a blood relative. If they're a true friend, they could be closer than a, than a brother or sibling or a sister or something. Uh, because, again, unfortunately, not every sibling gets along. Not every sibling... Is willing to be there for the for their siblings, okay? Um, And so, you know, I think when you kind of look at what he's saying here about this idea of friendship and being there, and uh, even in eighteen twenty four, a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And of course, we we could say, well, you know, that's that's Jesus. Well, yes, of course, that's Jesus. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. But again, he's in context here. He's not talking about Jesus. He's talking about a friend. There's a friend, there's someone that is a true friend that will be even closer uh, than a brother um, because they're, they're going to love at all times and they're going to stick through it thick and thin where unfortunately not, not all brothers, not all sisters, not all siblings uh, are willing to do that. Um, so just kind of looking at the, the comparison between the two. Does that, does that answer the question? Anybody have any questions or anything about the question or comments or anything? We're all good? Yeah. I think that there's a spiritual edification part of the word adversity, like how sometimes the devil is referred to as the adversary. Uh huh. But I wonder what your thoughts are on that being the kind of, not in a open way, but in a way that sharpens you, adversity, adversity. In a, you're talking about like between brothers and sisters and siblings and things? Mm-hmm. You mean like, I'm not sure I'm following, are you saying like purposely being an adversary? Because I'm always right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then your, your sibling challenges that. They challenge your perspective. They challenge your way of thinking. Right. To cause you to say, oh, is this really what I believe? Is this the faith that I'm going to stand on? Is this what I'm going to continue to do? Sure. Or am I going to consider changing my faith? Mm-hmm. You know, even though I'm going to give my sibling that cold soul sure. because they can't be right. You mm-hmm. know? But- no, I, th- I, there's no doubt that that's, there, there, there is that as well. Um, you know, I, I I think when he says a brother is born for adversity, I think he's specifically talking about the difficulties and trials that we go through, but I think that can happen as well. You know, obviously that, that can happen with anybody, whether it's a sibling, uh, or a friend, right. Uh, you know, they're, they can challenge us to say, Hey, is that really, you know, is that really right? Is that really what we believe? Can we really base, you know, scripture upon something like that? Um, Yeah, I think that, I think, I think challenging, uh, well, the Bible says iron sharpeneth iron, right? And so, you know, challenging, not in a, um, not in an adversarial way, if I could say, but in an encouraging type of way to say, Hey, you know, um, you know, this is where I'm standing and this is why I'm standing. Right. Um, and to be able to, challenge to say okay so this is where i'm standing this is why i'm standing here where are you standing and why are you standing there and again you can have two totally different views but to challenge to make sure that they're doing what they really believe is right based on scripture yeah absolutely um, because again not 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 everybody's going to agree 100% on everything right I mean, even families not going to agree 100% on everything. Um, and so, you know, you can have friends that can say, um, you know, hey, I was, I was reading this the other day, and I really feel like this is where the Lord's leading me. And they can say, well, you know, hey, that's great, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of moving in a different direction. So you can have the, the diversity, right? And you can have the challenge to, to help them to be strong in their faith without it being... Adversarial and mean and mean spirited or anything like that, um, and so yeah, I, I think that that would definitely be in, included in both the friendship and siblings, right? Brothers and things like that. Um, you know, there are things that my brothers and I have talked about scripturally, right? That I I maybe see differently than they see, right? Um, and it's not that I'm I'm trying to say, well, you're wrong and I'm right, although that's usually the case, but. Um, <laughs> But it's just to say, hey, this is where I'm standing, and this is why I'm standing there. And if they don't have a biblical basis, then maybe they'll find one, right? Um, or maybe they'll recognize and say, well, hey, I, I don't, and maybe yours is right, or vice versa. I don't have a biblical basis for it, but they do, and so maybe they're right. So it, it does. It, it challenges. I, I don't know. If, what's, what's the word? I, I know the Bible says iron sharpeneth iron. What would be, be a word to describe that, um, it's not challenging. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Is that it? Is that the word? Challenge? <laughs> yeah, not, not really debating, but just, um, I don't know what the word is. Refining. Hey, that's a good one. Refining. That's that's good. I like that. Refining, right? Um, but yeah, I think, I think that would be in, included in it. And I think through that, even through that, sometimes you're actually able to see um, true friendship, right? Um, True siblinghood. Is that a word? Siblinghood? I don't know. Um, Brotherhood, sisterhood, whatever it is, you know. Um, Because if I'm not willing to be refined, right? you know, if I'm not willing to step back and examine and say, you know, hey, is this right? Or am I just doing this simply because I'm just trying to be contrary, right? Um, I think that is part of it. And that's, that's going to show whether, you know, a true friend is going to love at all times. A uh, brother is going to be there even through adversity and things. So, yeah, I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else? Oh, yeah, that's in Proverbs as well. Um, um, where is that? It's better to. Uh, how's it go? It's better to be wounded by a, a friend than. Proverbs 27, 6. Is that where it is? Proverbs twenty-seven six. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Um, so yeah, I think again, there's kind of that idea of a real friend. Um, again, I, this is not talking about physical wounds; they're not physically stabbing you, right? Um, but a true friend is willing to speak the truth, right? Um, and as a true friend, am I willing to take it, right? When somebody, you know, if a friend comes to me and says, Hey, you know, I, I think you're, uh, I'm concerned about you in this area. Am I going to accept it or am I just going to say, Well, if that's what you think, you're not my friend anymore. Well, he says, faithful are the wounds of a friend, Right. Again, somebody that just always wanted to tell you that you're just doing great and you've got, you're the greatest and there's no problems and you're just Superman and everything, I'd be a little leery about that. Why? Because the kisses of an enemy are deceitful, right? Uh, A friend, a friend is really, a true friend is going to be willing to be able to do that, okay? Now, again, may I just say this, okay? Just because you might think that somebody might be wrong in an area doesn't mean that you just go out and tell them, okay? Right? Um, you have to understand what a true friend is, okay? Um, well, you know, yeah, well, they're my friend, you know, I, I see them at church and everything, so I'm going to go tell them they're there. Uh, you might, you know, you might kind of do some damage there, right? Um, Again, because if you're not a true friend, and I'm not saying that you're not friendly, there's not that close friend, right? I mean, somebody you've known for five minutes walks up and starts telling you all your faults. You know, are you going to want to hang around with that person for a while? Probably not, right? But somebody that you really know, somebody that is is truly your friend and and you're, you know, you're always talking, you're always conversing. We're we're talking about a true friend here, right? Are we willing to let them tell us and be open to rebuke and correction without that causing us to sever that friendship, right? Um, Because, um, and this, again, he's, that's, that's what he's talking about here, that the, the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. You don't, you don't want to be deceived, right? Um, I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of an example in Scripture where somebody was a friend. Um, yeah, that's a good example. Judas, right? I mean, um, I mean, Judas was with Jesus for several years, ministering. Um, and then, you know, betrayed him, right? Um, even though Jesus knew he was going to betray him, uh, Jesus still showed that, that friendship, that desire, that, those things that are there. Um, but yeah, so I, again, if you think, I, I think if you go back to what he's speaking about here in this desire of friendship, again, that's why he says in verse number 18, a man void of understanding, striketh hands and become surety in the presence of his friend. Somebody that's not, doesn't really think, you know. Well, you're my friend. Will you be a co-signer for me? Right. It's kind of what verse number eighteen is speaking about. Right. You're my friend. Be a co-signer. Well, he's not really thinking it through. A man of void of understanding striketh hands and become a surety in the presence of his friend. What, what's what's he saying there? Why why would you do that? Now again, the opposite is you are my friend. You're my friend. You care about me, right? You know I want this, and so in order for me to get this, I need you to cosign for me. So if you're not my friend, you know, I mean, if you really are my friend, you'll do this for me. What's, What's the problem there? It's conditional. So you'll only be my friend if you do this for me, right? If you do this for me, then you'll be my friend. But if you don't, then you really don't care about me and you're not my friend. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's conditional. That's, that's not true friendship, right? A true friend is willing to say, Hey, what do you think about this? Do you think this is a wise thing to do? Well, I, I really want to do this and I'm, I, I need you to sign for me. No, I'm not going to sign for you. Why not? I thought you're my friend. I am your friend and that's why I'm not going to sign for you okay, well, maybe I need to step back and think this through because if my friend is not willing to do this for me, if he's not willing to do this for me, maybe there's something about this that I'm not seeing, right? And so, again, it's, a friendship should not be, you know, if you do or if you don't do this, then you're not my friend, okay? Um, and that's where I think when you look at Jonathan and David, it wasn't, Jonathan wasn't trying to get anything out of David. There was nothing Jonathan could get out of David. He, Jonathan was in line to be king. Jonathan was the one that lived in the palace. Jonathan wasn't a shepherd. He was the king's son. But yet Jonathan was willing to be the friend of David. Jonathan was the one that instigated the friendship, right? And was willing to step aside, okay? Um, and so I, I think when you look at here, it's, it's talking about that true friendship, that true desire to love um, a friend or a brother uh, or whoever it might be. Not just when things are good and not just when you want it your way, but through, through all of it, right? Um, through all of those times. And really, it's, through the, it's really through difficult times when you really find out who really is your friend, um, who really does care about you. Um, and are they willing to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about you. You are my friend, and I'm really concerned that this is not good for you, right? Not just telling us what we want to hear, right? If you am he had a friend, and he told his friend what? I'm in love with my stepsister. And what did his friend do? His friend told him how to get what he wanted. That's not a true friend. A true friend should have said, hey, that's wrong. That's your stepsister. You shouldn't be having those thoughts. You shouldn't be wanting to do this. But instead, what did he do you he, do? He helped plot how to get what he wanted. Wrong type of friend, right? Um, so, yeah. All right, we're going to have to stop there. And uh, we didn't get back to the baptism, we'll get that next week then, all right? All right, you're dismissed. Again, if you want to go across there and if you want to put a verse or your name or something on the platform, you can go ahead and do that.